Hey, guy. Hey, Lincoln. Oh, just why? What? What was that? It's pathetic. Oh, just why? Oh, you're not even trying. Hey, guy. Are you just starting over now? <laughs> this is the worst beginning I've ever heard. Hey, guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, we watched Phoenix Forgotten. I kind of love this movie. It's really fucking good. I am shocked. I did not expect We this. picked it because we thought it had the potential for us to enjoy it. I did not think I would be, like, focused, staring at the screen, like, intently enthralled by this film. I'm, like, shell-shocked because... We are in the minority. A lot of people hate this movie. A lot of people hate it, but I think it's also... The majority of people that are kind of my age, which is kind of the target audience for this film, don't particularly... I don't know if it's the target audience. It's anybody that was alive in 97. How old were you in 97? 97? Five or six. I don't think you were the target audience there. I would think it'd be people more like me who were teenagers in 97. I meant the target, like how found footage films are targeted towards like teenagers to mid twenties. Yeah, it just so. like the marketing for this movie makes it just seem like it would have been a throwaway found footage. <laughs> See, I think a lot of younger people probably don't like found footage. It's not enough scares. It's no- boring. It's slow. See, that's what I was talking about. Is that most people my age do not like the Blair Witch Project? No, the original one. Whereas people like my all. age that do a lot of them do. But we were into the hype of the way it was sold. And I really wish they would have done that with this film. But then it'd be more people saying they plagiarized the Blair Witch Project, which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. So before we talk about the plot and everything, I just want to say that I recommend this movie. Yeah, definitely go check it out. I thought it was great. Uh, it's a movie we had no idea what it was. We just saw it was at our theater. We just we just wanted to go to the movies. Yeah, and I watched the trailer. I was like, whatever. It could be fun. If not, we'll shit on it. And it'll it'll be a good episode. I didn't watch the trailer or anything. I didn't know that this was a movie. You, I was on the phone with you when you said, hey, there's this movie called Phoenix something, and it looks like it's found footage with aliens. I said, oh, okay. I, I'd say I just saw a list. And I was like, what the fuck is Phoenix Forgotten? I'm glad I watched the trailer. All right, spoiler start now. If not, we would have watched Boss Baby. So Phoenix Forgotten is the Blair Witch Project, and I say that in a very endearing way. I don't think it's a negative. This movie is going back to the roots of what made found footage so good for people that like it you know people say it's ripping off the Blair Witch Project it's just doing everything that the Blair Witch Project did right it's just doing it in this film I don't think it's ripping it off at all found footage has a formula you know like is every slasher movie a rip off of fucking Halloween no but they follow the same formula because it works and I think that's what this movie did the one thing that I think this movie should have done in terms of ripping off would have been the Blair Witch ad campaign this would have been perfect for that kind of ad campaign. I, I think so. I just don't know if it would work in today's day and That's age. Of prob- like, yeah. Because either people would A, believe it and shit on them because they're making a movie about three kids that went missing. Like three real kids that went missing. Which this movie does a good job of blurring the lines of fact and fiction. People would have just shit on it. It's just horrible. You take advantage of people's fears of children going missing. I just don't think it'd work. And we have the internet readily available this now. People just look that shit up. Like Google it. Did Ashley, Josh, and Mark really go missing? Question mark. Let's go to Yahoo Answers. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, Yahoo Answers would probably be like, fuck yeah, they did, dude. Yeah, they went missing. And then if you, you can get pregnant by leaves. Ashley got pregnant from drinking water from a cactus. And Mark grew a testicle. And they live in a hut. The end. And it would be all spelled wrong. That would be Yahoo Answers. Yeah, it sucks that ad campaigns like that can't really happen anymore. 
I would have liked it even if even if yeah. it was like a less serious version. Because like Blair Witch One, it's like holy shit! Like this, you is know. And, real. and we had the internet then; it just wasn't mm-hmm. readily or easily available, and not everything was on the internet. Yeah. If somebody didn't make a GeoCities page about fucking Burkittsville, you weren't going to find it. Remember GeoCities? I do remember. GeoCities. I had an Angel Fire. Did you have an Angel? I fire? I had an Angel Fire. I yeah. did not have an Angel Fire. I did. Everybody fucking had one or the other. When did like MySpace even begin? That like, not that early. I'm trying to think of the early ones. I'm just I'm thinking of the early days. I when just you remember had AOL, Fire, GeoCities, and chat rooms. Yeah, AOL chat rooms. Remember and that? That was the internet. That there was nothing else to the internet. That was it. Meatspin. <laughs> I don't think Meatspin was around back then. I really do think that just at least kind of a like I said, less serious kind of ad campaign of this being a documentary on it i thought it would have been really good i think what would have been even better was an ad campaign at all ne- yeah i never heard about this movie i didn't know anything about it. apparently ridley scott had a hand in producing it i just don't think many people heard about this and it's a shame because if you like good found footage like blair witch project this movie's for you it's really fucking good i think at least our lead actress is great in this film. I know people will disagree. Oh, she's fantastic. Come on. These kids nailed it. Especially her nailed 1997. I graduated high school in 1997 to date me a little bit. She felt real. She talked and dressed and looked like that time. Took me back. Took and, me down in memory lane. And I remember the Phoenix Lights. I yeah. remember that being a big thing. So another reason I was interested in this movie is, oh shit, because I, I forgot about it all. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. I forgot about Phoenix Lights because it's Phoenix Forgotten. And I forgot, as in most people in the world forgot. The plot breakdown, there's really not much of a plot breakdown I can do because it's just, it's a documentary style, which I might add is fantastic because it looks and feels like a documentary. Yeah. That was the biggest plus because what was so. Even the, the room she would interview the people in, it's yeah. just sort of like had the like, well, we got to have maps on the wall and all this yeah, shit. And that perfect. documentary lighting on them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I'm going to get into nitpicky stuff in a minute, but I just really want to talk about how it did such a good job of blurring reality with the fiction to where there were parts where I was like, I don't know if this is part of the movie or if this is they would intercut real. real footage with our characters and our actors i really loved it you know they're <laughs> at sophie's sixth birthday party and they're like what's that and josh spins the camera around and now we're looking at the footage that was filmed of the phoenix lights in 1997 but they were able to match the film quality this felt like i was watching the fucking dv tapes or whatever mm-hmm. they were it was great because when you saw the modern documentary footage it was filmed with the exact same cameras that you'd expect and the exact same quality and then when you go to the original footage it wasn't like how most of them do of where they show high de- a high definition shot that was shot in high high definition and they did a grainy filter they did a post effect and they didn't have the stupid like record the time i fucking hate that because i never put those on my on my no one does i accidentally did one. even if you put the time on it you don't have the flashing record button in the window it's what you see through the Mm -hmm. camera you idiots that has always driven me fucking nuts in movies like that is not on the footage i always got mad whenever i actually when i was filming stuff and i accidentally had the time on it 
this isn't helping my Power Rangers film I'm filming in the back. The thing that was nostalgic to me, because my friends and I made movies in high school. And when he had the title card on his one of the Phoenix, I'm like, holy shit. I remember sitting there with that button mm-hmm. and fucking programming in the words and thinking that was the coolest ass shit. And it took like fucking 20 minutes to get something. So just the yeah. little details I loved in this. Everything looked exactly like how I remember my VHSs that I used to record on looked. And I think they probably were filmed. I 100% do think they filmed on those cameras, yeah. Because if they didn't, holy shit, whoever edited that, that's insane. They sure fooled me if they didn't. And I, I loved how so much of it was exactly like if somebody was running around with a camera. Especially when they kind of hit where they don't have their flashlights anymore, so they're using the camera as the flashlight. I thought that was expertly done. It wasn't shaky cam for the sake of shaky cam. Say, so actually walk with the camera when you plan on editing down the fucking footage, but you don't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. You just leave it laying or you carry it at your side or whip it around when you're trying to find something. My nitpicky things that I do want to talk about, because okay. of course I have to nitpick. Was it the contact came out in July of 1997 and this film was made in March 1997? No. Anybody nitpicks over that's fucking dumb. I only looked it up because I thought Contact came out in 98. It might have been better if they referenced like Close Encounters, maybe, just so that they didn't have to deal with possibly messing it up. I don't think it's a huge nitpick. It's not. You will always find something in a found footage that doesn't fit the time. I truly believe that. It's not like, oh, well, we were talking about this earlier. It's not like the Ridley Scott Christopher Columbus movie where everything is factually inaccurate. Everything just sucks. It's not that bad. If it doesn't have an alien in it, Ridley Scott's like, I don't know. Uh, camera? Did you like that they showed the, uh, they had a xenomorph in this? Yeah. yeah. That's, the beginning. Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember. Like, oh shit, that's right. Ridley Scott produced this. My major nitpicks are character of Josh because it's one of those instances where the actress and the other lead are so good that unfortunately... He's just not at that level, so it stands out a lot. And these are all actual actors. Mm-hmm. This isn't like Blair Witch and that, that, oh, they're playing themselves. They're not. Like, yeah. Ashley's played by Chelsea Lopez. Like, they are playing characters. You could tell when they are completely improvising and just talking. Before they're going and they're looking to the left of, of like, the coyotes that are on the ground, and they're just talking for, like, five minutes. None of that, I believe, was scripted. If it was, then that would... A lot of improv, improv was done. Mm-hmm. The thing with the Josh character is that every time that he talked, it felt very scripted. It felt script. It felt like remembering lines and just saying something. It didn't feel natural. I didn't really get a good sense of like his personality because it was so scripted. There was never him improvising and fleshing his character out like the other ones did. Like I said, with her being so good, and the was it Michael was Mark it? Mark. And Mark being also incredibly great at just playing a fucking teenager in the 90s. Which is seemingly the hardest thing to do in movies. Ashley and Mark, where they were good, is I honestly felt like I was watching kids from the 90s in a movie. Well, you know, I told you this after the after we saw this. Also, whoever seriously did like the costume design needs some kind of recognition. Or like, the, this is insane. Or even the graphics on the video that yeah. they showed she did for her high school. It 100% is from the 90s i mean i was there's nothing that they're wearing that i would not believe that you weren't wearing no and they were my age they were all 17 you know her backpack Mm -hmm. i had that fucking backpack like one exactly like that uh we used the camera he had 
Not the smaller uh-huh. one? There's the same camera? See, I didn't have one of the smaller ones. I had the... Do you remember the big ones that had the swivel top? Oh, like the broad... Yeah. Yeah, I had a one with a swivel top. And I didn't use... We never used the small ones we used. Oh, we did, because you had to have the fucking adapter tape to be able to play them? Mm-hmm. He had one of the fancier ones that you could hook straight into the TV. We never had anything like that. Or no, she did. Yeah. His sister. I didn't have that either. We just popped it into the... Yeah, we had to have to fucking put it in the little adapter. Yep. Put it in the VCR. <laughs> I would have loved to see something like editing stuff down with the two oh, VCRs. Oh, that would have been great. Yes. Really take me fucking back. Yeah, a scene of him sitting there with the two VCRs, cutting everything. It's funny, thinking back on that, I don't know how the fuck we got anything with that. Because you couldn't see one of them. No. You had to like get to where it was and like, okay, and then like switch over. Yeah, I really had no idea what was going on with one. Because you'd have to switch the input on the TV. Mm-hmm. Pretty go to, impressive. Go from vi- video one to video, video two. Video two. Yep. Fucking back and forth. Getting all nostalgic up in here. But then you had the delay. So you had to re- hit mm-hmm. record and then like know that and beat. Then what, yeah. Cause, well, because you could hear it. It would be like. Oh, God. We're f- I'm fucking old. <laughs> yeah. Nothing that they were wearing had any. And it wasn't like a lot of movies where they have them in the 90s where they have them in pop culture t-shirts from the time because that always kind of annoys me they're in the 90s so they have to be wearing like a fucking ninja turtles t-shirt or like a power rangers t-shirt or something like that and they have to say all the cliche dialogue yeah they don't do that in this they're just normal kids and dress they're talking like humans they're not walking stereotypes of 1997 and thank you for that justin barber who is the writer and director Mm -hmm. i'm gonna tweet this at him are you i want him to know justin barber if you were listening to me seriously like bra like i thought this was great and i think more people need to see this i absolutely think more people need to see this unfortunately because of advertising i don't know how well it's going to do in the theater i think it could easily make a profit i think it will its budget was very low yeah it's very low i wish there's marketing for it this could be huge this could be a huge movie this year and it should be no because friend request is the huge holy fuck that's just unfriended friend request I thought it was unfriended too because they showed him unfriend. I did too. So um Yeah, the trailer for the movie was Baywatch and Baywatch, which is just all about, hey, we're R rated, just so you know, motherfucker. It happens like three times in the movie where they cut them off saying fuck. We're still seeing Baywatch. Fuck you. Real quick about Baywatch. I know this And we're watching Friend Request. I think Um, it's only fair because unfriended is on our to watch list. And they're the same fucking movie. Mm, yeah. You know the... I can never pronounce her name. She has blue eyes and she's in the movie. She's also in True Detective. And she's on that episode of It's Always Sunny. You're not narrowing it down. And... So she's blue-eyed and she's an actress. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for that. Is it Dwayne Johnson? It's not Dwayne Johnson. Is it Zach Efron? No. I don't know who else name. is in it. Is it Marge Helgenberger? It's Alexandra Daddario. There we go. I think she's like the most gorgeous woman in the world. Do you know how many women you've said that about in our episodes? I'm sorry, Kyle. You are such a pig. I think a, a lot of You're women a fucking pig. are very beautiful. It's not all about the looks, Lincoln. It's about what's in inside. She's also a great actress. Oh, you couldn't even remember her name. Because I, I didn't want to mispronounce she it. She remembered her eyes. I'm surprised you didn't be like, she had nice boobs. She's helping she you. got blue boobies. She got boobies. Have you seen her eyes? I have seen her eyes. They are amazing. But when you just say blue eyes and she's acted and stuff, you're not helping me. Well, I was just, the, the eyes are the, it's the biggest trait. Because every time I look at her, I'm just like, she's like staring at my soul. It's amazing. She's not. She doesn't know you exist. I know. It's, it's a hard life. Anyways, I think she's like the most gorgeous one in the world. I really just want to see it. That's like my male chauvinist thing for the Baywatch movies. I just want to see her. Does it not look terrible? 
I don't know if it's going to be terrible. I think it's going to be like the Miami Vice movie. I didn't even fucking see the Miami Vice I didn't Vice either. Movie. I just assumed they're going to be similar. <laughs> I think it could be stupid fun, but it'll be one of the most forgettable things. In five years, we'll be like, oh shit, I forgot they did a Baywatch. The movie. only thing that I'm going to do during Baywatch is I'm going to make a rock bottom count. I want to see how many times he does it. I bet he doesn't at all. He's done it like in every movie. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. No, he hasn't. Yes, he did has. Did he do it in Scorpion Game? Yeah. No. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He 100% did. He didn't do it in Southland Tales. He didn't uh, do it yeah, in Get Shorty. He 100% did it. He has not done it in any of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yes, he, he did in the last one. Well, I didn't watch the last Fast one. Fast 8 or whatever. I'm talking about the one that's out it. right now. I haven't watched it, but I know that he did the rock bottom. I love how we're talking about movies we haven't seen. Anyways, this movie's great. No, Baywatch is not. Oh, this movie. No, <laughs> no not Baywatch. Now, I want to talk about another movie that, if we're going to say that any movie ripped off another movie. We're not going to say that this movie ripped off Blair Witch. It ripped off Alien Abduction. It ripped off Alien Abduction. I'm saying this very tongue-in-cheek, by the way. We thought this would be like Alien Abduction, which would be pure shit. Just the worst. I even told you afterwards, I'm like, if they would have shown an alien in this, it would have completely changed my perspective on if I liked it. Mm-hmm. This movie doesn't show hardly anything well the last thing that they show is the possible spacecraft like it's still not even it's the ezekiel's wheel is that right Mm -hmm. which is really clever and it shows them being sucked up very quickly and lights we see Mm -hmm. a lot of lights and hear a lot of things and there's also kind of the mental and physical deterioration of both of the characters which i really liked which it was expertly done because the thing that was so great about those moments were that they were generally creepy, as well as had the perfect dialogue supporting the scenes of where in another movie they would when her hair's like falling out, they would be like, Kyle, you're you're her and you're wa- and you're walking and your hair's falling out. And I'd be like, Kyle, Kyle, what's going on with your hair? Kyle, your hair is falling out. Kyle, what's going on? Your hair Kyle, it's going out. But in this one, it was just kind of a. She really just short it falls in her hair, and he's like, "You're fine. You're fine. Just keeping her calm. Mm-hmm. Like, just ignore it. We got to get to safety." The Josh character, he knows shit is bad, but he won't admit it to Ashley because she's he's she's degrading. You can see it. He's not dumb. He's trying to keep her calm and get the fuck out of there. And I thought the initial reaction of Mark was Mark right? Mark, yeah. Keep thinking Mike because of Blair Witch. Yeah, exactly. Can't Blair Witch. <laughs> The thing with Mark is after they see actually see whatever it is that they saw, his initial response is like, just fucking get in the car. He was like completely shell-shocked, and that's a genuine reaction, because I think that if you were in the desert and saw some otherworldly thing like that happen in front of you... I liked that they went against a trope of where, are you sure we're going the right way, Mark? He's like, I'm, I'm fine, we're going the right way. She's like, no, you're not. And you're thinking, oh, they'll get lost. And he's like, the car's right over there. Uh, sure enough, the car was right over there. He knew exactly where he was going. And yeah, because they there was the compass spinning. They play up the magnetism, which is a common yeah. theory and phenomenon. And I won't say common phenomenon yeah. because aliens aren't fucking real. But it's a common theory. Kyle, we're not getting into it. I don't. I don't buy it. What real? Then make your fucking compass spin. I come out of your chest. And it was 1997, so he had to use a compass. He didn't have a fucking cell phone. And that was kind of like a little tropesy trope thing because I did expect there to be a scene where they got where they I expected get lost. them to get yeah. lost. Yeah, but I thought it was really well done. Which is 
great about this, and we'll talk about the end later, obviously, but is great trope because we fell for it that they're going to get lost and they're not going to make it back to the vehicle. But then when they do, you realize, oh yeah, this isn't where they found the vehicle because mm-hmm. they showed us where they found the vehicle. We knew they made it back to the vehicle. Well, yeah, and it made me completely forget about the vehicle and where it was It's just like we know how this movie ends. We know the fate of these three kids. But still, even in the climax, you're like, ah, come on, come on, they're so mm-hmm. close. They're going to make it. One of them's going to make it. We know they fucking don't. Yeah. But this movie does a good job of making me care and get invested where I still think they do. Yeah, it wasn't until the, they got in the car that dawned on me. I'm like, this isn't where they found the car. Yeah. And I thought the entire car sequence was great with the light behind them. Did you think when they got in, did you think as soon as they turned on the headlights, you were going to see an alien standing there? You know, at that point, no. I did. I didn't because throughout this movie, they had not done anything fucking stupid like that. I was waiting for them to do something stupid, though. At that point, I said, you know what? I think this is going to end okay. I think we're going to be fine. We're going to have no fucking stupid... The jump. end is what if it, What if it was the alien that they br- brought out of the conference with the handcuffs? And it really was the alien. Which did actually happen. Where the governor in Arizona brought out an al- a guy dressed as an alien. Made a mockery of it. It's like, nah, And then no. later, well, you know, when he, his term was over, he's like, yeah, it was fucking aliens. I love that... In a movie context, if you didn't know, it seems like the most movie cliche bullshit. Like, oh, look at him. Mm-hmm. No, that really yeah, happened. That, that a, really did happen. You can happen. go on YouTube and watch it. It's yeah, a it's, real thing. It's real. And the Phoenix Lights were a real mm-hmm. phenomenon that I love how they have the astronomers mm-hmm. in here say, oh, no, it was flares. That's what the Air Force ended up saying it was, was flares. Yeah. That's what I believe it was, is flares. That's what I do, too. And I'm a big UFO guy. And I mean, they do. Even though I, I know that they They add flares. a little bit to this that they say it's flares, but shortly after lights disappear, they have the two jets fly in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, they had some creative liberty. Yeah. Obviously, it's a film. If it was just other footage, <laughs> this would have not been much. So the other kind of nitpick thing that I have has to do with the other side of the film, of kind of the documentary following the sister. I thought she was fine, but again, with how great all of the other people are at being real people, it was hard because I knew that she was reading lines. It didn't yeah. feel real. I'm not saying that she did a bad job. It's nah, just... Like in the interview segments, it fit. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, those were fine. I just wish that those kind of just would have been was cut fine. out. I think it would have been great if the only times where you really didn't see her when she was just interviewing people was the end sequence where she just says, you know, he told me not to release it. Because I thought that that was very well acted. That was yeah, great. She's... But like the the one where she's like frustrated at the school, it was uh, out of place and just not very good. Like, and why I, were you frustrated? Of course, they don't keep records of yeah, signed out I, equipment. And then the beginning of the film, it had kind of a shaky beginning to me because I didn't understand what it was. Well, you think it's going to be his sister's documentary with his footage peppered throughout. And it's not. It's her trying to figure it out. And then the school calls her. This was the thing I had an issue with. School calls her. Hey, somebody had mailed this camera to us years ago. Or, you know, we just didn't know about it. That's fine. But then you find out that the person that mailed it to him was the guy at the Air Force Base, right? Yeah. Why would the Air Force just send that evidence back to the school? It wouldn't. wouldn't. (laughs) Let's say it wasn't the Air Force. It was a random guy. Mm -hmm. You would send that to the police. You wouldn't send it back to the school. Especially if it has to do with missing children. It goes to the school that these three kids were missing from. Mm -hmm. You put two and two together. Yeah. I understand why they did it. It would have been worse if she was like, we're going to find the camera. Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah. That would have pissed me mm -hmm. off. But I was okay with it. It's just one of those. It was 
hard to suspend that little bit, mm-hmm. especially when he goes, he's like, whatever. Did you watch the tapes? And you can't really hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But he tells her, don't let anyone see those. Yeah. Where the fuck did you send it back to the school? Yeah, you why keep that you, shit. Yeah, why wouldn't you just destroy You destroy it? that shit. And how did he watch the footage? Ooh, true. Yeah, because when they took the footage out, it was the first. Unless she had sent him the footage. Maybe when she got the footage I, uh, going, she sent it to him. Yeah, because I don't think that that was ever stated. Because the only thing was he wouldn't have been is... able to watch. The camera was melted. Yeah, it was never stated. I my guess is maybe she sent it to him. Okay, that would make more sense. Yeah, the camera thing. I think it's it's a hard one because I know I know why it happened, and I'm trying to think of how you could do it without having kind of miss- <sighs> You could have just had her have all the footage, but then you you know why would the police give it back to her? Yeah. I get why they did it. It was probably, honestly, the best way they could have done it. Mm-hmm. Really. Because really the only only thing that I had in mind of a way that you could do it is say that they... Mm, I don't know, because if they found the camera, then they would have gone to the police. Yeah. Like, it's... Hmm. Not really a good way to do it. Yeah. Or you could have, because at one point she, like, flies back home, and then the teacher calls her. Some other time she goes back. Maybe she goes back because she's like, the police are like, hey, we found something. Okay, maybe they did find it out in the mm-hmm. desert or whatever, and then they go back. But it makes sense. The military found it because they would be investigating it, but the mm-hmm. military wouldn't send it to the school. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. Whatever. I mean, Ma- it's just minor, a little... Yeah, minor thing. It's minor thing that needed to happen. Like, there was no good way around it. I do like it when with movies like this, the only kind of complaints I have are just like really like nitpicky things. There's yeah. nothing glaring that I have an issue with. No, I think I would probably view the movie a little bit differently if the girl playing Ashley wasn't in this film and mm-hmm. so prominent. Once she started talking in her first interview at the beginning, I was hooked. I'm like this girl's fucking Well, it was it was one of those things so real. of where I did not know if this was the original footage or not. I honestly did not know. Like some of the interviews I thought might be I don't know. I don't know which interviews were. Like, well, her interviews obviously well, wasn't. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like... I assume some of the interviews were real. The police, or the, the, the pilot, I don't know if that was real or not. It could have been. Well, I, <laughs> it was not real because three kids did not go missing. And that's why he's talking about. He's talking about the man. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. That is not real. I think it would be very tasteless if they made this film when three kids actually went missing in a canyon. Not saying they wouldn't that'd, do it. That would be pretty shitty. As far as I know, no kids went missing because during the Phoenix Lights. Conspiracy theorists, we'd still know about that. Yeah. You would. You'd be, have your fucking tinfoil on have over there and you're like, head? I'm not going to see this movie. I'm... <laughs> I can't because those kids were really abducted Those kids were abducted and they're fucking out there. There is nothing involving conspiracy cryptozoological stuff that I refuse to watch. Something else I will probably, I will say. I don't know that those old cameras would survive that fall. No, not at all. I would shatter. My camera didn't survive a fall from the fucking gutter. We bumped ours on a wall and snapped the microphone yeah. off. <laughs> I don't think it would survive yeah. that. It was not a GoPro. You give me a GoPro, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. This camera... Mm, what a shattered into a billion trillion pieces. But, you know, you don't have a movie. And I, I love that the even the little thing at the end when he goes in the house and he wipes off the mirror... Like, oh, that's so we can see what happens to him. Mm-hmm. It's very clever. He didn't have to find some bullshit excuse. Now, I, you know, mentioning the scared of seeing the alien thing, I was scared at that scene. Oh, that he was going to wipe that it? He off? was going to wipe it, and there's just going to be an alien behind him. That would be the fucking worst. That would be like if you saw the witch in Blair Witch. This is a much better Blair Witch movie than the 2016 Blair Witch was. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, man. Now, it is very similar to Blair Witch. Three kids. 
trying to find the truth about something. Mm-hmm. But it's not three kids like trying to report. You know, there's it's different. Yeah. This is more like Super Eight if it was found footage. Well, and it was also really clever how there was the kind of subtle character traits of she is kind of like blossoming into becoming wanting to become a journalist, and she just kind of wanted to do it as a thing to do. And Josh was just fascinated. And Mark was their friend that had the car. And said, and sure. she liked him. And he and, liked her, obviously. And it made complete sense. All of the motivations were there. And uh, yeah, and it was very good that, like, they asked, she asked one of the officers that searched for him or something, like, what his theories were. And he's like, well, it could be this, it could be that. Then when they find the footage, the last tape, they have all those hints that maybe it could be. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe it could be a love triangle. Well, we know Josh liked Ashley, and then suddenly in this footage, Ashley's all over Mark, mm-hmm. leaning on him, and Josh is getting jealous. And this movie could have taken such a realistic turn at any point. I don't. I would have hated it if suddenly, like Josh killed him. Or oh something. yeah, and then uh, like what? It had nothing to do with aliens at mm, all. Would have been. Uh, I don't know though, because uh, going back to VHS, the first one, the one that was just like the real. Mm-hmm. Video was like my favorite because it had a turn that I thought was going to turn into a paranormal thing. But... I just didn't want that M. Night twist in this. Yeah. I really didn't at all. But, you know, they lay the groundwork for all those things. They're like, well, maybe somebody kidnapped them. Well, before we know what's going on, when Mark starts hallucinating, he's like, you hear that? Somebody's over there. Mm-hmm. And he starts running toward him. Well, there was that. And then when they're they're talking about the possibility of kidnap, they show kind of the footage of the gas station when there's like guys walking by, like creepily looking at them and stuff. It's just, I really like the little, the little details. In and there's it. so many like really small, subtle details throughout, like throughout the entirety of the movie. There wasn't anything that was just like, and I loved that our main character wasn't one that like, oh God, a big light's coming over, get down, but I'm going to film it. Mm-hmm. No, he just fucking gets down. And then when it starts passing, he tries to get the camera back on it. Yeah. He's not laying on his back filming. He's protecting his life. He didn't, you know, for that moment, he doesn't care to get everything on camera. Uh, One stupid question I have for you, Kyle, because I'm honestly not entirely sure. Who was the person that was documenting this in the beginning? Like with the modern day footage? I would assume his sister. Oh, you mean the guy? Yeah. I assume it's just her friend or boyfriend or... It doesn't, I don't think it matters. Okay. The guy filmed Zach. I remember his name. His but name was who, Zach. But who was the person that was with her when they were taking the VHS out? Was that the brother of Mark? No, that was Zach. That was the, her camera guy. But I thought that he was the same guy that was in the Palo Alto burger joint. Burger joint? Yeah, I remember when they're talking about the suicide, the drink? No, that was Mark's brother. Yeah, I thought that that was Mark's brother that was helping her with the VHS. No, no, exactly. it's two different guys. Okay. I was just very confused at that. Yeah, that was Mark's brother. Kyle, what do you want to give this? I'm giving it a solid like eight. It doesn't do a lot of things new, but it does a subtle alien movie and it does a great found footage movie Mm -hmm. with real feeling characters that when you know what the end of the movie is, because they tell you at the very fucking beginning, three kids go missing and they never found them. We know how it ends, Mm -hmm. but there's still hope and you're still like for us anyway i could tell because we slowly kept getting forward closer mm-hmm. and closer to yeah. the screen we're really invested and want to see him succeed but like other found footage i get why people will hate this it is slow there are not jump scares or scares in this there's not like a single one the only thing that's close to a jump scare i guess would be when the jets fly after the lights but everything else is it's nothing like it's that. slow and like pending doom it is very dialogue driven 
It's people walking. If you don't like found footage, you're not going to like this fucking movie. Probably like the person behind me loudly snoring during about 57 minutes of this film. And I get it. I get it if you don't like it. I personally do. I think it takes a lot to make a theatrical film a handheld. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't have the luxury of lighting or tons of people behind the scenes. There's so much trust there. I mean, you know the people, were, they were close nearby. In this, you actually put your actors in positions where they could have easily fucking got hurt. <laughs> you know, they were climbing around. Mm-hmm. and The thing about the found footage genre that's so interesting is just how volatile it is of where it's so easy to make an alien the alien abduction movie it's so easy to make something that's just complete horseshit complete shit just complete and that's unfortunately and is what about like 80 percent of it is but then you get that tw- that like really small 20 to like fucking one percent of movies that are like this one that show you what a found footage film can do and what artistically you can do by the limitations that you have. And I think that that's what shines the most in this movie. But I also think that's what hurts this movie. So people think of all the bad. That's why it's such a volatile genre. It's it's a niche genre. You know, we went into this thinking it has potential to be good. It probably won't be. But we haven't been to the theater in a while. This is less than an hour and a half long. Fuck it. Let's go watch it and see if it's enjoyable. I am so fucking glad we went and watched this. It was great. <laughs> I'm shocked it came to our theater. Yeah, I'm really glad that I saw it in a theater. I mean, it's rare that we mm-hmm. live in a small town. For a movie to come to our theater that I've never fucking heard of is pretty unheard of. Or like Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd never... But yeah. we heard of Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There may have been commercials for this. I don't know. I don't fucking our, watch our TV. Our theater primarily has... The uh, mainstream shit. Children's movies. Comic book movies uh horror movies like action movies and horror well like big horror movies oh, we did get the bye-bye man mm, bye-bye man was it was pretty big was yeah. pretty big we get the bigger movies and then they stay for fucking ever and then sometimes things will sneak in like nightcrawler did for like three well days. you have this and the promise mm-hmm. which we debated seeing the promise I'm like this movie will be gone yeah it's we're lucky yeah. this is getting a full week which is which is the one that we were like shocked was here Oh, fucking silence. Silence, yeah. Which was, I think, literally a week. It was only... Well, and it was still in limited release. Yeah. And we got it. I don't know how. Because I I forget what else we were going to see, but I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. We have to go see silence now. I'm very glad. And I really think if this is showing around you and you like found footage, absolutely watch it. I think you'll like it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why people aren't. The biggest complaints we've seen, because we do look at other reviews after we watch it, was Ashley's terrible, and I will argue heavily, yeah, I heavily disagree with that. A lot of people thought Heather was bad in Blair Witch, so. And maybe it's because I was that age in 1997. This is how my friends and I talked, and we made films on the, like, mm-hmm. this movie kind of really, not with the aliens and stuff, obviously, but bringing it home. back. Ooh, it's bringing it back. Well, and just how nostalgic it felt. It, in, like, a good nostalgic way. Not a... Hey, do you remember Ninja Turtles? No. Kyle, do you remember Nickelodeon? This is more like he has the X Files movie music in one of his films, and, and he has a, and he has an X Files uh, VHS, which I have. Do you know what that X Files or VHS was? What that was the pilot of episode one and two. Was it? Yes, because I own that VHS. Just so little things like in his room. It's just in the background. It's just there. So like, hey, it's 1997. They didn't overdo it, which I'm grateful for. That was great. Yeah, I can't say can't say enough about this film. 
please go see what it. do you give it you never gave it a score oh that's right i didn't uh eight two eight two mm-hmm. yeah say so it has some flaws and it's, it's nothing not, that really it's ta- not amazing i don't think that it takes you out of the experience at all but it's absolutely absolutely one like blair witch that i will watch periodically when it comes out that was great. like i i think honestly it will get better for me on like a secondary watch yeah and i do think if this will get a call following and it's sh- all i got yeah aliens are real they're not fucking real